0: Welcome to Webber-Wenzel Legal Insights. With over 150 years of experience and deep industry knowledge, Webber-Wenzel is the leading full-service law firm on the African continent.
1: Good day and welcome to all of you who are listening in. Uh, My name is Johan Willifu. I'm a partner at Weber Wenzel and I specialize in employment law. And I will be hosting today's panel discussion, which is uh, related to issues affecting foreign employees or expats working in South Africa. Uh, This is a fairly complex subject. It touches on various aspects of immigration law, labor law and tax law. And uh, To help uh, refine and focus our discussion, we'll have a question and answer session and we'll do it on three distinct topics. The first session will cover whether expat workers fall under South African employment law and various aspects relating to those contracts that you enter into with an expat. In the second session, we'll pose uh, common questions around work visas and the employment contracts And in the third and final discussion, we will look at restructuring employment contracts for expats working in South Africa. Now to guide us through, we have a distinguished panel here, and we're joined by three experts. The first one is Andreas Grenzel. He's the Chief Executive Officer of IBN Immigration Solutions. That's a company that provides specialist immigration services here in South Africa, also in other uh, African countries and they serve both multinationals and private individuals. From Weber Wenzel's side, we have June Chung. She's a partner in our tax practice and has broad experience in tax issues relating to employment as well. Kirsten Isa is the other partner. She's a specialist like me in employment law. Right, let's move on to our second session now, and we have the same panel again, and um, in this session, we will discuss whether an expat who has been issued a work visa for South Africa can be contracted, and, you know, can he be paid immediately in South Africa? And I'd like to um, pose our first question to Kirsten. Um, Kirsten, Does the issuance of a work visa determine when an employment relationship starts between a foreign worker and South African employer?
2: Okay, so an employer um, can't employ a foreign national. who's not allowed to work in South Africa. So the employment cannot be lawful without the required visa. That being said... If the employer employs the foreign national and they don't have the working visa, that doesn't mean that the employment relationship between them isn't valid. That employment relationship is still considered valid and that employee still has all the rights um, that are afforded um, under a normal employment relationship. It's just not a lawful contract.
1: So, so he has all the rights in terms of the Labor Relations Act and the like?
2: Yes, Correct.
1: Andreas, a question to you. Um, foreigners, are they legally allowed to work and be paid in between visas? You know, when you know they've applied and they're still waiting for that extension to be approved?
0: Well, Johan, okay, so I think it's important to know when the first visa is expiring. So the rule is that you cannot work in South Africa without a valid work visa. So if you submitted the extension and you're waiting while the initial work visa is still valid, then of course you can continue working. Now the, the uh, result out of that argument is obviously once the initial work visa expires and Home Affairs has maybe not adjudicated the extension,
1: then you're not allowed to
0: work. Okay, so you will actually have to wait for the for the result
1: of your extension. The, but the but one just in, a moment, yeah. then. So mm-hmm. you now in South Africa and your period has expired, and do you have to return to your home country?
0: No, so no, you don't have to. So you're definitely, so the rule is always you can legally remain in South Africa um, while you're awaiting the outcome of a pending application. You you shouldn't actually, what you should not do, and that's very important, you should not leave South Africa. So because if your initial work visa has expired, then you have no status and you will be declared undesirable. But that's only applicable when you leave South Africa. So I always recommend our clients to remain in South Africa and await the outcome um, of of the extension, and maybe just uh, Johan, if I may add that um, because we're recording this obviously during the COVID uh, lockdown and, and, and state of disaster, so here is a very important exception to the general rule I just explained. So, um, um, Home Affairs has very explicitly said that if you have uh, applied for an extension before the lockdown and your initial work visa expires during the lockdown, you are actually allowed to continue working. So, at the moment, the general rule is not applicable.
1: Okay, that's good to know. Um, Kirsten, just... On the employment contract again, what happens to the validity of the employment contract between the South African employer and the foreign worker once that visa expires or is being revoked?
2: So unless the contract specifically has a clause uh, that links the duration of the contract to the work permit, the contract will continue to subsist and will then need to be terminated um, in line with South African labor law. So there'll be a formal process and there'll need to be a specific reason. Um, Probably what you'd be looking at here is either an incapacity route or looking at the operational requirements of the company.
1: Well, you know, in respect of a visa that expires, but there's an application, um, you know, for a, uh, submitted for an extension, then as Andrea says, you know, then you just have to wait for that new permit. Is that not the case?
2: Yes, absolutely. Um, there would be that period that you that you wait in between. It's only where um, if the um, visa isn't going to be renewed that you would look at terminating the relationship.
1: Um, maybe just Andreas to you again, but what is the situation if Department of Home Affairs revokes that per- permit? Do you have to go back to your home country?
0: When you say revoking, I mean which permit are you talking
1: about, or which visa are you talking about? The, there's there's a visa, a, a current visa, but it's revoked by the Department of Home Affairs. Does that change the position? Yes,
0: because obviously, if you if you if you don't have a valid work visa, you're not allowed to work. Um, and then, I mean, you could change your status if you if if you're possible, but in general, they would have to go back. But I mean, in practice, I mean, I've I've hardly ever seen that um, happening.
1: Okay like um so let's go on to june again on tax issues so explain to us june now the foreign employee will be subject to south african income tax and what happens if he's still abroad and waits for his work permit application um what happens with the, the 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 tax and the payment of that employee um before the employment properly starts
3: so the view is that uh, um, the source of um, uh, services rendered for a South African company where a uh, person is appointed as a CEO or director is uh, the location where the head office is located. So that would be South Africa. Because um, uh, for an expat, uh, not a South African tax resident, um, this person is only subject to South African income tax on a source basis. So for services, it would be where the services is rendered. Um, so if the expat is not in South Africa, arguably, we would say, uh, this person is not, um, should not be subject to, uh, South African income tax at all. So any remuneration paid to this person should not be subject to withholding of PAYE.
1: So I assume also then that that employee will only file a uh, tax return in South Africa if he physically works here and gets paid here. Will he still have to file tax returns in his home country?
3: As a general rule, um, uh, and, um, uh, an expat who works in South Africa uh, will usually have to file provisional taxes uh, twice a year, end of August, NFAB, Feb, your IRP6, and then um, and pay provisional taxes. Um, And then also um, uh, file IRT 12 annual returns. Um, That is usually by the end of January um, of the next year.
1: This brings us to the end of this, the second WebEventil podcast with IBM Immigration Solutions on issues affecting expats working in South Africa. I'd like to thank Andreas um, from IBN Immigration Solutions for his contribution. And then Kirsten Eiser and also June Chong from uh, Weber for sharing the insights and for our listeners for joining us. If there are any matters on which you need specific advice, please contact us at Weber or at IBN Immigration Solutions. This has been a Weber Legal Insight podcast our executive producer is Paula Yewens, and this podcast is produced for Weber Wenzel by volume. This is Johann Willifier signing off. Thank you for listening.
0: You have been listening to Weber Wenzel Legal Insights. You can find and subscribe to the podcast on all major platforms. For more expert legal insights and updates, visit WeberWenzel.com.